Hello and welcome to Talk Top, the podcast where we tell stories that sometimes we should and some that we shouldn't. Today we're joined by Josh from Dat Low Laurel, a tongue twister in itself, and he's here to talk about his father-son build with his bikes, his cars, and everything else going on. As always, I'm Tim from Leyland Car Care, My Prestige Plates, and Car Spunk. And I'm Misha from Midnight Langs and Midnight Designs, and today's episode is sponsored by Midnight Designs. We'll be giving away a custom car illustration, so make sure to stay tuned to find out more. So you part of the gang who, who hang around on these really cool bikes, the bicycles? Well, yeah, and no, I've got a, well, we'll call it an eight ball bike, but it'd be being ported from California, whatever you call it, America. Yeah, so it's like I've seen. I've seen. I think you've been here with them, aren't you? On one of yeah. the nights in the summer. In fact, I think I put you in one of our videos for Leyland Car Care. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, and, and I think they're really cool bikes. I've seen a couple of lads riding up and down Centurion Way. Are you chopping these things? Are you like are these bikes that you've imported and then you chop them, or are you actually fabricating the metal? Um, I don't fabricate the metal. Like I do some fabrications, but not like to the extent where like everything's twisted and stuff like that yeah if like one bar needs to connect to another bar do you like weld it and then like to sand it down and then make sure it's actually presentable so you're doing like the, the orange county kind of thing but with bicycles yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit like strappy challenge a bit <laughs> <laughs> more like um, challenge. yeah yeah um <laughs> but the bike that i've got now um the low rider one i've just spent so much money on that and like i can't take it out in winter like it rusts so much oh my God. and like i had to like wd for you every time and like it's the same with the wire wheels on my car it's like the, the wire wheels like obviously the chinas but they don't like they rust quite a lot because the dayton's back in the day they're like proper gold right and like they've got like this protection seal on them so they don't rust but i got this like wire wheel cleaner imported from the states it's um them fans it works like like that works like a bash you spray it on rub it in and then just any any sort of rust like appears off right so it, like it works like a treat that's good that'd yeah. be good to know for us <laughs> you know as, as you've <laughs> yeah. seen we've just done the the, the stacks for the yeah. peterbilt and they were a nightmare to do with compound yeah, yeah, just, just, just give us a shout and I might uh, come down with a bottle and we'll work my magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some interesting like handlebars on yours. I always, yeah. That's an eye-catcher to me. Is that like, was that a modification or was that like standard with the bike that you got? No, I mean, um, well, that's like an, an extra. Oh. Um, so you can get them imported, but um, I think like with it, all, all the imports, actually looking at about 200 quid just for the handlebars. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Import fees are like crazy, and it's yeah. not just for like parts as well. It's like importing a full-on car is like gone ridiculously expensive now, isn't it? After it was after COVID, like the rates just went sky high, didn't they? So it, it's it's ridiculous to import anything mm. now. Uh, so we, we, we're lucky. When me and my dad bought the Cadillac, um, it was already imported in the UK. You yeah. don't import over 20, 2019 when COVID just started. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know 2020. So we rolled it back and then like, yeah, it's not too bad. But yeah, the fuel prices, miles per gallon, it's just, it's, just, it's not built for the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so what came first, the bikes or the cars? 
the cars. The cars came first. Yeah, the cars came first. With the bikes afterwards. Yeah, because like mainly when people have a lowrider, they have a lowrider bike to go with it. Right, okay. And what I tend to do is, like, I have the lowrider bike and then put it on display at shows and stuff, like mm-hmm. they were mod I went to Modify Nationals in 2021, I think it was, and uh, I'd like the, the Datsun on three wheels and then, like, the bike, like, sort of, like, underneath it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, people will say, like, is it on airbags? Um, is it electric? Um I had one person turn around and say, I think your back uh, suspension turret's snapped or something like that. Just to rewind a little bit on these bikes, mm. I'm not really understanding it. <laughs> um, are these things that you've built, are you building these things like from scratch or are you, what, how does the process start? So you get, the, where do you get this bike from at the beginning? It comes to you. If, you. if I said to you now, I want you to build me one. Yeah. How do you start that process? It all comes down to like the what parts I have in stock or what I buy is I buy donor bikes. So these were original rally chopper frames. Yeah, yeah rally chopper frames. What this guy's like put on Facebook, breaking for parts, and then just said like take what you want. So we're given like a tenner for these three frames, and then I just like just made this monstrosity of <laughs> uh, of a Jordan black bike. That, yeah, yeah. That I seen round around. I, I, I fabricated some of that. I could see this working in a trade where, like you said, that you know people who want to open a bar, funky bar, having it just on, you know, like on the background as a backdrop. Of yeah, the bar. yeah. Or there's people who just want them as a cool thing for like a man cave, like in here. You know, look at all yeah. the stuff that we've got on the walls in here. That you know, one of them would look quite cool. It, it, it all it all goes down to like you said, like every single thing is just custom yeah, a, yeah. A, anyway and stuff, but. How did you get, because um, your friends are, are into it, were they into it at a similar time to you or did you get them into this kind of bike scene? I'd, I'm not sure because my mate, my mate Josh has been a fan of rallies for a while because his dad used to have one. See him and I have the Datsun. It's like something related to the dancer scene yeah. and the low rider scene with, with, with bikes. I was like, yeah, there is. So I did, did, did a bit of doodle research and then found one um about 10 minutes away from me some guy was just selling it his back garden it needed a lot of work doing it though um i think that was the yeah i had a black one my very first one and i had a gold one sold the gold one to me mate who had the tattoo parlor because he wants to put in his window and then i bought it back and then same with the that so really i bought it back and then sold it and then bought it back again yeah. <laughs> what a cool thing though to have in a window of a shot because that just yeah. grabs attention it obviously it can grab the wrong attention do you know um but as in like the window could be put through and nicked but it's um but what that is mm-hmm. like a proper like I'd, I'd love to see that and you know being used you could really make a business but yeah, um, uh, like I say, I've they've been like when I've been driving down Centurion Way and I've seen mm. the guys on them and I've just thought they are different. They are cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when I when I do drive past, they do grab your attention. They are cool things. Mm. You know, I am a predominantly a car guy, but <laughs> they, you know, even car guys will be into stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Post this one video and it's like when's this car show? It's like vintage music do you know rtg yes motorsport 
went to a car show there and posted a, just, just 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 a few pictures on TikTok. Got like fifteen thousand views. Yeah, yeah. And then just kept on progressing. I think it's like twenty three now. Yeah, well, that's good. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's definitely worth it. What what's this lay and play then? Tell us a bit more about that. Uh, basically, lay and play is like a hydraulic service, um, like repair shop. Oh right, okay. Well, not really a repair shop, but like a, a shop, yeah. really. But what uh, the the main man is Pete, and he does uh, hands down to the man because he's quit his job. Uh, he used to be a um, I don't know, delivery guy for somewhere, but he's quit his job now, and he's only doing hydraulics and low rider stuff, and that's where I want to go down. But with like bikes and cars, where he buys a kit in from these companies, he fits into the car. So I think it's like a set of wire wheels, tyres, uh, batteries, solenoids, pumps, uh, accumulators, all down to like the bolts and stuff. And I think I mean, like they're being slapped on these like Lincoln Mark Fives, these like Cadillacs and yeah. stuff like that. And seeing just a Cadillac on its own, like think yeah, it's a cool car, but with a hydraulic system in these old fancy flake paint jobs and. It just really brings out the eye on the car. Yeah, so he's got like quite an interesting clientele then in regards to cars. So he, he does shows and then invites you all to come along, kind of thing. Yeah, so so basically, like he said, you, you, we're all in like a massive group chat. Oh, that's good. Um, WhatsApp. Um, and then he says, like, look, these are the shows for the year. Who wants to come? Who doesn't? We all like get to like a pick a mix and match who wants to go to work. Just a part of like. 50 lore I just yeah. turn up to this one little show <laughs> but I think it was slammed UK last year oh, I think nice. it was it was really hot and I didn't like it because like <laughs> it was all hot and stuffy and stuff but yeah he said like I'll I'll speak to the the main man Jordan who organizes the meets and I'll uh, take it sorted out turns out um he, he was actually paying us to, to go there so oh, he, no each one of us got 200 quid each to, to, to do like these two displays of all hydraulics and stuff, a bit of music going in the background, like Snoop Dogg or something. Yeah. And then um, they're like, yeah, this is, um, I think Baines, his name is James Baines. He is the he's the the side of the lay and play. He does like the commentary, talks a bit about the car and who built it. Like, basically, just a massive backstory on what it is, what the mate is, what hydraulic system it has on. And um, yeah, it's just like it's it's sort of like it's planned out really good because it just you obviously you got the commentary in the background, you got the people looking at the car doing the bouncy, you got the like the, the date surrounded, all people watching. Yeah, um, that sounds like a vibe. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very organised, really. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. I bet that's so nice though. Going with like, even if there's like two or three of you, with the same, mm. you know, all in hydraulics. But that looks so good at shows. I bet yeah. people go mad. Remember when you came to uh, the Cars and Coffee Midnight Langs meet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you literally had a swarm of people around. Like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> like, you came rolling in on three wheels. I think everyone just lost their mind at that point and was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like so far into the air. And like, it's only it's only held on by an O-ring, the, the oh. actual freewheel. So when that O-ring snaps, like the whole car just like... Is like, that how it happens? Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
there, there, there has been a few people who are like looking underneath it saying oh like this is so cool and stuff like that i was like yeah get yeah, out yeah, <laughs> i didn't even think of that you know decapitated um, <laughs> <by the> <laughs> <laughs> i went to like what was it Mod- modify nationals yeah. and like we had this like big barn to just do whatever we wanted uh, like there was like an rc drifting bit on the other side yeah. so we were just like all five rows are just like i think my dad brought his Cadillac, I brought my Datsun and then we just like chilled, played music, stuff like that and then like you just got the chances who like touch door handles, like have a look inside and it's like being disrespectful to the car owners. Yeah. Because we may put a, um, a thing on Facebook saying like how he's like fed up with the car scene, it's like being disrespectful to like all these people who like put money into the cars and stuff. And then, um, like, saying, um, like, yeah, people have no respect. Yeah, it's then, bad at some shows. Yeah. I think I went to, um, I think it was Gravity. It wasn't last year's, it was the year before. So it was mm. 2022, and it was really, really bad. Like, oh, yeah. Awful. That's the one that I went to. Is, is that the yeah, same yeah. one? I think that was the worst one that I oh, witnessed yeah. for people. Yeah. Kids were, like, standing on splitters, climbing over cars, oh, yeah. like... It, it was just like I, I observed it and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, mm. what? Are, yeah, I just, didn't understand. I was like, because um, we was all cornered off. Because we all, all of us have like the guy says like, "Yeah, you have like twenty dates mm. to like block block yourself yeah. off," and then we all like made like a massive like square. Like, it's obviously like all spaced out and stuff, and not like all crammed into like we're you trying to park into Audi or something like that. Yeah. Like little or something. Oh. It's quite difficult though, because I've worked at some massive car shows mm. and been and seen, you know, the aftermath of some of the stuff. That our job there was to sort out the aftermath of people touching cars, and mm. you know, when we worked with Autosport and Silverstone and all that kind of stuff. And there's a difficulty within there's car owners who's come and they want you to look inside, and half the show is like you have to look inside because that's what we're selling. It's the interior. It's this. Mm. It's that. And then you get the other side of the car show where it's hands off, don't touch. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. And I do feel as though sometimes it can be mixed, you know, with, with mm. the, the signals that people give. And mm. um, we have had people who, who've had, you know, they've asked for barriers to be put up and stuff like that near the cars. You know, I took cars that are worth an absolute fortune to our own stands and worried, you know, like when people yeah. have been getting too close to them and stuff. Because it can take, from my experience, it can take a zip. Mm. A simple oh, yeah. like a zip or you know on a kid's top or something like that. Mm. And you're talking hundreds or maybe thousands of pounds worth of damage oh, yeah. and stuff. Um, you know, fingerprints. We one of our main jobs was at the shows was every single day getting fingerprints off cars, you know, windows. We mm. used to get called out for coffee spillages. No. People, you wouldn't believe how many people would go up to a window of a car with a coffee and they'd lean down like that and they'd down the yeah. side of the car. Oh, what the, the normal reaction would be like and we're going over to McLaren you know with a fresh coffee that's spilt outside of it and just getting it all cleaned up and stuff so uh, I do get it's like a mixed bag at the the shows you know like I say people do invite we've got just at the Leyland Festival there was loads of cars there that people were saying I don't want you near but then we had a gentleman with a brand spanking new Ferrari who was getting get in, yeah. sit in it, you know? <laughs> and he's he like, "What?" You know, we took um, 
I took a, a, another gentleman who, who was had a Lamborghini and I took it to the Leyland Festival and it was his father was he was like oh no I'd like you to you know keep people away from it it's brand new I don't want people touching it and stuff like that but don't mind displaying it brilliant his father came along and was like kids get in you know get in. come and sit in the car and I'm going oh my god Jonathan please tell your dad <laughs> There's about 30 people setting your brand spanking new Lamborghini that you've only been in once. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mad thing, the car shows. This episode is proudly sponsored by Midnight Designs, which is my custom graphics, clothing, illustrations business. Um, so we can make absolutely anything custom. Uh, we do lots of stickers. We provide everything for Car Spunk and also Midnight Lanks. Um, so it could be clothing, stickers, sunstrips, um, and also new to Midnight Designs is car illustrations, which is what is part of our giveaway for this month's podcast. And that is where um, we will draw up your own car, um, make it personal, and you can frame it, you can put it on a hoodie, uh, you can turn it into a sticker, an air freshener, there's lots of different things that you can do with an illustration. I've personally put mine all on my wall on canvases and I think it looks really good. So if anyone wants any custom design work doing or decals or clothing, you can find us over on Instagram at midnight underscore designs. You can also find us on the Talked Up podcast website, which is talktalkpodcast.co.uk. You can find us at the unit when we do the, the meets and you can find us at lots of local kind of car shows as well. Let's talk about the cars now. Yeah. Obviously, you've talked about the bikes and the, the whole passion, of, I'm guessing, from what you've kind of been going on about, yeah. is it's come from the car background. Yeah, How yeah, did nice. you get into all this? Where's the beginning? What did you do? I know your dad is heavily involved in this, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, um, it was my dad who um, he used to own the Datsun, and that's what got me into the cars. And He used to have a, man a manual one. And then that was all kitted out and stuff. So sunflake roof, and then oh, it used to be amazing. What's like, the sunflake roof? Like if you put your torch to it, like it stands. Oh, out like a, a flicker, yeah, like yeah, a, like yeah. the metallic, but big chunks. The, the big, yeah, I know what you've you mean. You've got though, a, yeah. you've got a car with a flaky roof out there, don't you? The white one. That's a different type of flaky roof. <laughs> like big flake. You know, if you're on about the shiny flakes, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, that had a million miles and clocked back to zero, so it was pretty <laughs> like Chad. Um, and then we sold the manual one, bought the automatic one that I've got now. Uh, that had about 11,000 miles on it. This was like back in 2010. And wow. my dad, me and my dad, I was I was like five, four. I, I couldn't really do anything. But transferred all the door parts onto that one. And then he sold it about two years later. Huh. And then um, that's what got me into the, the car, car scene because we went to run to the sun a lot. Um, yeah, it, it was me, my mum and my dad all went to run to the sun in the Datsun all on three wheels and <laughs> it, it, used, it used to be such a good vibe run to the sun and I, it, really, it was a shame that it got like obviously cancelled but they have put it like back up again. Ah, so the, is it coming seen. back? Yeah, it's coming back, yeah, it's in Newquay. Yeah, Newquay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it was like run to the sun and bud jam. Right. That was another one. I've seen the run to the sun one in Newquay. Newquay is an amazing place to go yeah. and take cars like that down to. Um, 
I've got a picture somewhere of the of when my dad used to do bud jam, and it used to be uh, he used to have a caravan behind it. it used to be on it, it's it's on three wheels, but the caravan's behind it. So how many of these cars have you had, or has your dad had? Um, well, me, I've had I've part ownership on Subaru, um, but say about two, yeah, two cars for me. That that was a Subaru and Datsun. And then the Cadillac, obviously it's my dad's, he's had like Cavaliers. Right. He had like a midnight purple Cavalier on like 19 inch rims, lower to ground. <laughs> he's had a few discoveries in his past. He's had um, run up five turbos, a yellow one as well, because when the Ali G came out, that's when they all skyrocketed star- yeah. in, in price. So how many of the American ones has he had, like the, the low rider kind of? Surprisingly, he's only had the Cadillac. So just the Cadillac, and just the Cadillac, yeah. Um, the, yeah, um, yeah, because obviously he had, he had the Datsun first, obviously, and then the and then the Cadillac. Yeah, but he sold he sold sold the Subaru and then bought the Cadillac, which is a massive upgrade from like a two and a half liter turbo engine to like a seven and a half liter V eight, <laughs> um, which gas guzzles juice like no tomorrow. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, when we bought the Cadillac, we went to Ludlow, which is a few hours away, got the train, drove it back. Uh, fuel days weren't working, <laughs> um, which was a bit of an inconvenience, obviously. So we had to like stop off at every gas station on the way. Which gas, is about... station, <laughs> gas station, he said. Gas station. It's all very so He's also been it. converted as well. <laughs> <laughs> the petrol station, sorry. <laughs> Just to check. Um, I'll yeah, be like that. I'll be worrying. Yeah. Um, yeah, in some of the seven litres that we only get, <laughs> get to the next special station anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just like, I ended up topping it off. I think we spent, I think we used about 37 quid worth of fuel taking it back, which weren't too bad. Yeah, that's not too and bad. And it was just like a downfall of like 200 quid there, 200 quid there. And it's just, um, it's just like some of that, it's more like a, a, a weekend car, really. Are you um, joking? I've got a six series that does more fuel than that. How about you for a Cadillac? <laughs> Sounds like it's cheap. So this Cadillac is it, is this also one that has got hydraulics on it and stuff? Or? Um, it's got a is it a Vela uh, ride? Uh, oh, four. Right. It's got a four way system on it, so it does like well, see like both front, both down, um, left, right, front corners, rear corners. Um, it is a very high high quality system yeah but um obviously it's got like it leaks every now and again it takes like two to three working days to fill up so it's like this massive engine is just like taking like the mitt to fill up because like it just it sounds like your coffee machine <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about selling the cadillac and getting okay. like a monte carlo or something or something like i don't know yet my dad seems happy with the Cadillac at the moment, but we are having debates about getting like either keeping this one, doing it up, or just getting another one with a kit already on it. Because it seems to like um, be cheaper to do that. Because when you spend 15, 20 grand into a car on a hydraulic system, you can't really get that much out of it because there's only a small audience that actually buys low riders and only that one person is going to pay that 20 grand. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like you pile so much money into like, for example, like a, a Bud Eye Subaru or something, 
we spend like 50 grand on like Auntie Lad this and it's got a Garrett Turbo, then you're not going to get that 50 grand back. You're going to sell it for half the price. That's what it like. It sucks really about Facebook Marketplace and eBay and you're just going to like get bummed over the price. <laughs> yeah, well, aren't dealerships, they're coming out with something now, aren't they? Where you, you can't sell... Um, a vehicle if it's got like modifications now. Yeah, no, they're, they're clamping down massively on it. Yeah. Also, wraps, mm. insurance companies and, and dealerships are now starting to really hammer down on wrapping. You know, because we've had it here. We had a, the, one of the last cars we had him to take the wrap off was a C63. And when the wrap came off, oh my God, it was a mess underneath. So you can understand because that's a lot of money, you know, mm. to, to fix the paint on the vehicle. Oh, yeah. So, and somebody else doesn't want to be handed that problem. Mm. So even like we find people, they'll get a roof wrap and there'll be a reason for that roof wrap to be on there. They'll yeah. Just a black <laughs> roof. Yeah. And usually nine times out of 10, someone's fell on it or it's got a big scratch on it or something mm. like that. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so it's it's going to be all marketplace and like private selling yeah. um, if you've invested that much money into a vehicle in regards to modifications and like the kit that's on it mm. you'll have to sell it privately won't you again no. though what you're talking about is something that isn't these vehicles that you're on about they're not like a i don't know uh a nissan micro on air do you know these are yeah, these yeah. are quite again one not mega rare, but rare enough in the country. Two, yeah. they've, you know, they've got all these kits that on them that they could be used in similar things that we're yeah. talking to, you know, about the bikes as well. Is it a case that you put them on? You know, like a, a bit like a talent agency, but for cars and vehicles. Yeah. You yeah. know, that kind of thing where they can be rented out to people. We know people yeah. that, that work in the TV kind of thing. Henry's just worked on that. What was it? Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels, you know, yeah. You, 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 amazing. You've also worked with Gav. A little bit so far and he deals with a lot of stuff like that doesn't he oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah. Raffle that's something as well. that might be coming soon that we'll be supporting with hopefully is you know raff, raffling it off that's probably one of the best ways to do it yeah my, my mate my mate with his tt he had a tt on air ride mm. and he even um, got quite a bit of money f for just selling a ticket for like 30 pound or something yeah I sell like 20 tickets at 30 quid if if no one buys it, just refund the money back. I think it's it, it's tasteful mods like that are really gonna captivate an audience. Everyone's gonna be like, I want that. They're, they're gonna do well. But I understand what you're saying. A TT on air ride, and I'm probably gonna go controversial here. But a TT on air ride is n nowhere near as useful as a Cadillac. Yeah, Do you know, yeah. Like there's a the, the, the Cadillac is far more show scene oh, yeah. far more gonna get a lot more like you just said about the cars and coffee mm -hmm. when it got all that attention. Yeah, a, a, a TT on air ride's cool. Yeah, but it's not going. Show to, cool. Yeah, it's not. Sh yeah. It, it can be, it can be, but it's not got that edge that, that a Cadillac or a Datsun. You know, something mm. vintagey on air ride bouncing all over the place. Yeah. got that Snoop Dogg vibe. You know. A TT on air ride's just, you know, it's, it's yeah. cool, but it's... A TT's more, yeah. like, realistic. Like, you could potentially, like, get a hold of that and finance it and get finance an air. You can't really do that with yeah. the kind of scene that you're, you're not, It's very unique. It's going to be harder to sell the TT on air ride, a lot harder to sell the TT on air ride. And also, like, this is where the dealerships are clamping down because it can be then taken back to bits, put back as a standard car, but 
it's got all sorts of problems because it has been in bits. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. The Cadillac is just going to stay as you know as that car. It's sold as that car. It's going to be a collector's car. Do you know? Yeah. It, it, it is that. There's that. I do think there's a massive. Well, there is a big divide with what you with, we're talking about here. Mm. You know, like a German car versus you know like an a, an old Japanese and American cars. Mm. I just think there's a big difference there. Oh, like yeah. I said, they're cool. When you see them in magazines and at car shows and stuff, you know, I seen there was one at Autosport, a Porsche, uh, Porsche Boxster, and that was on air ride. They had a bicycle on the roof of it. Uh, and I'll see if I can get the picture of it, but it was, uh, it was that was really cool. Yeah. But then I thought, it's, it's not as cool as the, the American one, you know, like this. Yeah. There's not a lot of like, resale value to that do you know unless it's somebody actually going out to buy that um whereas i don't know i'm getting a bit confused here what i'm trying to say but <laughs> <laughs> i know what i mean <laughs> i've seen a few people put like hydraulic kits on like a an ek9 civic yeah and i was like just to spend the extra thousand pounds buy yourself like just like a a g body or something like that because you're not doing a free wheel of Civic around the corner, are you? No. If it if it's that small of a chassis, there's no like counterbalance or anything. And it won't look as cool. I don't think. Yeah, some people are not doing it for that reason. I think some people just want to slam them. Slam yeah, them. I yeah, think it's wanna, I think people are, with that kind of vehicle, it's not about the three wheels and all that kind of stuff. Like we had a, a, a T6 uh, VW bus that came in recently, and that was beautiful. It was stunning. And that lowered itself, and I tell you what, it was, that, that is a show vehicle. But again, the the, the people who go and buy T sixes to go campering them, they don't mm. want somebody's going to be slammed <laughs> on the floor. You know, it's the aftermarket sales. You know, for it is going to be very, 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 very small. You yeah, know? it is literally only going into the show scene, and that's it. Yeah, well, that's you why know? people like it though, because it's different. It's like, why would you do that to a T six? Do you know it what is I mean? Different, and then people but, are like, oh, that's not, that's that's what kind of gets people going a little bit, seeing something that isn't your typical, I think. Yeah, I think it... I get what you're saying, but I just don't see there's a lot of purpose for it because it mainly drives around looking normal, whereas that doesn't. Yeah. The Cadillac yeah. looks good even when it's on four wheels, yeah. do you know? Whereas the T6 or the Audi TT look like an Audi TT or a T6. Mm. And then when it's slammed on it, you know, it's, it's going to a show six or seven times a year. Yeah. And that's it. Where, you know, I don't, I don't know. The, the money that's spent on these things, it's like, and I get it, it's, in, it's everybody. Everybody's in, enjoyment. It's everybody's thing. You can do what the hell you like to your own car. Mm -hmm. Do you know, you can literally do what the hell you like to it. But I'm trying to see it more from a, you know, I get it on that An what you're doing. Yeah. I get it on what you know on the American theme stuff because it's got that cult following. Do you know? So I think I'm coming across right here. I'm probably just gonna get a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I have had a few people like at car show say like, Why have you ruined that such good car? And but you're always gonna get that. You're always gonna get that. Like I've just been saying about, you know, you it's the, the thing is with the car industry, the car, you know, the car fans and car people, mm. everybody likes something different. You yeah. get German car fans, you get luxury, you know, like you have supercar fans, mm. but you'll get people who hate supercars. They're not here for the supercars because they want vintage. Yeah. You know, like you get people like I, the amount of people who say, why have you put a set of rotor forms on that E30? 
it's like you just, just have the BBSs on it. It's like what because you say, yeah. you know. So it, the, it brings out the car, and it's like anything, isn't it? It's like football and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, people have opinions, different opinions on everything. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's it's, it's mainly the. The people on Facebook who say, "Why did you ruin oh, that sort of car?" Do not listen to me on Facebook. They're usually <laughs> um, flipping. Abs- they usually sat at home with a fag in their hand and drinking a bottle of I don't know, Heineken or something. Baileys or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I wouldn't bother listening to people. Like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, like um, I had this one person uh, say, like, "Like, why did you do such a thing?" Um, and it's it's always like the guys who are like above seventy and like eighty. Because this is again it, that that goes back to their, their generation, their generation yeah. and they see like they want to see it original. You know, they mm. want to see something that is pure. Yeah. And to see something like that, it's like when we were talking about the choppers before. You know, for me, I'd be like, oh my god, look, that's a, an original proper chopper. And yeah. That's yeah. why it's worth so much money because it's original. It's untouched. It's you mm. know, it's like that. When you see it, when you get your angle grinder out and start chopping into this, there's people going, no! <laughs> and it's, that's even the frames, do you know? Yeah. And we can even say, I can even say it like with stuff like XR2s from my era, do you know? XR3Is. There have been people, you know, that on this table here with the, um, the the advert, you've got the Max Power Pink Escort. Mm. Do you know? And people would look at that and go, why did somebody do that to that car? Yeah. But it's actually become quite a cult car in the Max oh, Power, yeah. in, you know, in, era and stuff like that so there's 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 always like different ends to everything isn't there mm. you know were, were you meant to be buying that pin test or is there a story <laughs> yeah. behind that <laughs> so that car came up for sale from a place that we've been to um called london motor museum a guy yeah. called elo he had a massive collection of stunning cars in fact he had a big collection of um american stuff yeah but my mate bought a um, a few cars from him oh right well. so <laughs> yeah. when we went to go and visit his his like his guy who worked for him monty showed us round and we got shown into all areas of the museum that people mm. hadn't seen so there's the open museum where you can go and see all these absolutely wonderful cars from ferrari f40s to american cadillac stuff there was just all sorts. There was a car there from I, I, uh, what was it called? iRobot, before the R8 kind of concept oh, came yeah. into the movie. They had these other ones there. Mm. And there was all sorts of stuff in there. But then Monty took us into other rooms. And there was just like, it was just mad. It was mad to see all this stuff. There was cars, limousines, Rolls Royces, cars that had been chopped, cars that had oh, not yeah. been chopped, all this. And then he took us into another room. And in there, there was just piles of like um, alloys and, you know, like the wired wheels and mm. all sorts, just stacked up and stuff from his house, like scale electrics and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and it was a big, massive warehouse, like a Nestle, I think it was an old Nestle factory. And then just like in this corner, there was like a, I can't remember, what was it now? It was a Pontiac Firebird. And it was just literally sat there with wheels and everything just sat on it. And then oh. Monty goes, oh yeah, there was only one of one of one of two of these. Uh, there was two of these things made ever. And I'm like going, what the, what the <laughs> hell? And then at the back end of the of the, like the whole warehouse and thing, they had a, another company called uh, TKO, which was Total Custom Organization. Mm. And this place was ace. It was like one part was doing wrapping, mm. one part was doing like all the stereos and stuff. It was sponsored by Snap-on, so the whole like waiting area 
was like a snap-on waiting area where the seats <laughs> and everything oh were made out of everything. And it was one of the places that's given me the, you know, mm. like that gentleman, he, he was, he, he is brilliant guy at Ela. And he, he's one that's given me inspiration for some of the ideas that we talk about for yeah. the future and all that kind of stuff. Do you know, he, he, he just, he's, he's now doing something which is called supercar rooms over in Miami. And yeah. they do all sorts of stuff. He's had like Richard Rawlins there and all sorts of stuff. He's got absolutely probably one of the best tasting cars I've ever seen. You know, we, at the very first show that we ever did, which was the Top Gear Live, mm. we were there cleaning his cars. He, he had a Bugatti there that we were working yeah. on. He had a couple of other cars there. He had, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but this it was a white sports car, mm. like a supercar thing. And I'll find out what the name is, but I can't remember. And then he, he had a, a Mansuri Rolls-Royce uh, Phantom there. Yeah. And we made sure that we looked after him all for him whilst we were there, giving him a clean every day and, and stuff. But yeah, some of the stuff there was just, it was just mad walking through these different rooms. Multiple, when I'm saying multiple different rooms as well. And a wealth of just cars and, and of like all sorts of different things going on. It was just yeah. a stunning place. Film cars were there. There was vintage cars that were there. There was car, custom cars that had been chopped, you know, yeah. there. There was stuff from MTV Awards that were there. There was all sorts of stuff there. It was just such a wonderful collection of vehicles. But um, sadly, I don't think it's there anymore. Oh. I think it's gone. But that's that Escort from Max Power came up on eBay. And I was just like, we've got to have that, got to have it. <laughs> and a few things happened, unfortunately, at the time, ex-business partners and stuff like that, and mm. it never happened, but it it nearly, nearly did happen. Um, I think we ended up with a different vehicle. I think it was the Scadia that's out, you know. Um, but yeah, that was the story of that. I nearly owned it, but didn't. <laughs> I don't know whether that would have been a good thing or a bad thing, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who's got it now. But yeah, that's where it was. It was at London Motor Museum for quite a while. You might as well do a reg check on it to see if you can buy it back like I did with <laughs> yeah. that. So. I've already got enough cars. I don't want any more. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep piling them up. Thank you very much, Josh, for coming today and telling us all your stories, you know, your family build and the bikes, cars and everything else. Where can we find you online? Uh, well, I have an Instagram direct, directed to the uh, to the Datsun. Um, it's called That Low Level. Um, I post all, all sorts of stuff, my bikes, my cars, and what, they're basically a day-to-day, um, well, not day-to-day, really. It's like a monthly, sort of like. Um, <laughs> I got that, I got that. <laughs> so I, w- I was going to do like a, a daily thing, but it's just I just give up and answers. I was like, yeah, here's a picture of that, and <laughs> put a description of it. There you go. But yeah, thanks very much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming on. No worries. We've not forgot about the giveaway. All you have to do to enter this competition is one, answer the question right, subscribe to the channel, like the video. Josh is here to give you the question. Where is my lowrider bike originated from? Bit of an odd one, that. So guys, where's this bike from? Answer in the comments and we will draw our winner in the next podcast. Fantastic. Well, for everyone tuning in, make sure you like, comment and subscribe to be in with a chance to win. For those of you who are listening to our audio-only platforms, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, Talk Talk Podcast, to get involved. Be sure to also follow all of our social medias to keep up to date with news and updates on Facebook at Talk Talk Podcast, Twitter at Talk Up and Instagram at Talk Up underscore. 
You can also get updates and watch all of the episodes through our website, talktalkpodcast.co.uk. So from all of us, thank you very much for watching and we'll see you on the next podcast. I always do my little wave. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.